can they map your brain? And then I'm doing a show with like a cyber Chrissy? <laughs> Maybe. That'd be great. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this is the last show of the year. Can you believe it, everyone? Oh my God, how far we've come. We really have, and we have been really enjoying celebrating our listeners as we round out 2023 with last week's listener stories episode. And this week is a grab bag of listener stuff that we've been asking you to send. And you did it. Thank you very, very much. So we have a mix of listener questions horror hot takes, and horror hypotheticals to go through. Excellent. Thank you all so much. Yes. Cannot wait. Yes. Huge thank you. All right. So let's start off with kind of like a lightning round of questions from Kat. Okay. Kat sent a bunch of really good questions. If you could live in a book, TV show, or movie, what would it be and why? Ooh. I know. All right. tough. All right. So you live in this world. Mm -hmm. But now I know this. There was a, a... the, the instant thing that this pings in my head, there's like an old tell him Steve Dave where Walt is like, what TV show do you live in? Yeah. But they make a point of saying, and I want to ask you about this. They make a point of saying like, if you choose happy days, it doesn't mean you're friends with the Fonz. Okay. You just live in that world. You just live in that world. Okay. You, you're not a main character necessarily, or are you? Right. What do you want? Oh, to, you can choose to be or not. I'm asking you, Kristen, what do you want it? What do you want this to be? Like if I choose. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I, I think just living in the world. Like if I choose The Shining. Yeah, you're an NPC. Am I in the Overlook Hotel? Uh, you know what I mean? Well, for that, I think you would have to I think be. I that's have like to the be. whole setting. True. So there might be some debate to right. be had here then. Right. Um, but I think in general, no, you're not necessarily friends with the main characters. You, you just live there. Right. Okay. Now it's tricky because so much of... What I'm obsessed with is horror, which means there's a lot at stake. What weirdly sprang to mind for me, second, I'll tell you the first in a sec, was Sleepy Hollow, the Tim Burton movie. Ooh, yeah. Because it's so great looking. It's beautiful looking. But. That foggy, brown, crispy leaves vibe. Fabulous. Uh, Take a note. There's not a ray of sun No, I won't be doing that. I don't know how, but I want to do more Sleepy Hollow next Mm. year because I got a real hankering. I just read. (laughs) I went into it knowing it, so it's not whatever. This is absolutely not something we would cover on the show. I just read a uh, retelling, a romantic retelling of Sleepy Hollow that was, whoa, baby. Wait a minute. Um, It's called Legend. It's on Kindle Unlimited. I might want to talk about this. I know it's I don't think so, we're, we're brother and sister. It's porn. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a little curious how they handled the headless horseman in a porn. It's weird. It's it's really weird. It I don't know. Not good. Not that that part of it is very strange to me. Spo- they, all right, spoiler alert for the book. Did they legend. do Washington Irving justice <laughs> with their depiction? No, but they did just about everybody else. No. Oh. Um, no, like it's it's the Headless Horseman thing is very strange to me. I almost wish that like it didn't have anything to do with it in a way or something. The Headless Horseman is like possessing Brom Bones. Oh. So it it's it's odd. Possessing, but the Headless Horseman yeah. is also just a guy. He just needs to have a head. I don't totally understand is basically what I'm saying. Like somehow he'll possess Brom Bones and then he is like the headless horseman kind of like he doesn't have a head and stuff like somebody somebody will come in. That's the headless horseman. And because they have figured this out, Ichabod will be like, Brom, 
I know it's you. How can I reach you or something? And then he will kind of reach him. It's confusing. It's useless. I I, I don't know why. But it's got good atmosphere, good stuff. I've uh, never tried to write a Sleepy Hollow story. So maybe I would run into the same exact hurdle that everyone seems to have run into. Maybe. that Because like even Sleepy Hollow, the TV series, they... Like, I feel like four episodes in, they're like, all right, the headless horseman's name is Gary. And yeah. sometimes he has a head so that he can talk. You know what I mean? And explain why he's doing what he's doing. I know. It's like, maybe, maybe there is some, when you start writing a story, you're like, ah, shit, I just need the headless horseman to talk. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's really, I found it confusing. The point is that we don't hear him talk to me. Right. The point is that he's just a thing. You still don't hear him talk in this or anything. He like really only appears here and there. Okay, all right. It's. It's honestly just odd. It's like they have to have the Headless Horseman in here, but they right. really just want the story of like atmospheric sleep, Sleepy Hollow, right. um, Katrina, Ichabod. Just have the, it's, a, it's porn. Have him deliver a pizza. He may as well, honestly. Right. Um, I mean, it's pretty good, though. So anyway. You read the um, whole thing? Yeah. Oh, Krista. <laughs> yeah, and there's not, a follow-up. Never mind. We're not covering it. Yeah. All right. There's a follow-up. I think it's called Hollow. <laughs> Hollowed out. <laughs> Yeah. So hold on. The, your yeah. first pick was the Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why Why did you shun it then? Because it's very risky. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh -huh. Like you're having to like dive under the floorboards of your home, like at a moment's notice. Well, and that may not do any good. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. The right. Like, like, knows it's, you're it's down hopeless. there. It's hopeless. Yes. Yeah. But I, I think one, you've picked a, a an era, this like turn of the century ish time mm -hmm. that is very aesthetically appealing yeah yeah but like but to live do they have like penicillin that's what i'm saying that's why i thought like oh what would be like pretty to live in right but when you get down to it yeah and like women are treated like shit exactly also, I don't yeah wear like a million petticoats uh-huh yeah so how far back can you even go i know you have to I pick know. something that's from the last right 30 years probably <laughs> you know to have any <laughs> sort of quality of living yeah Exactly. Yeah. Did anything spring to mind for you? No, I'm struggling. I'll, I'll tell my other one All and right, maybe you can please do, think yeah. or whatever. Um, Hogwarts. Chris, problematic. I know. I know. Canceled. William! <laughs> if I'm just living there, that means it's real and J.K. Rowling doesn't exist. All right. All somehow. right. Fine, that fine. has nothing to do with it. Okay. But no, just like, just like a... a a pretty old castle that's spooky. It has candles dangling from the ceiling. I know. It like, is nice. What a cozy nice. environment. Again, I'll again, say it again. I, just, I was like, what's cozy? What sounds nice? And those were what came to mind. I'll, I'll give I'll give you this again because yeah. I think that we already solved the, the J.K. Rowling problem. You don't want to go to Hogwarts. Warts. Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Where you want to stay is whatever that school from Wednesday was, which is oh, basically mm -hmm. the same thing just it's without being cozy. saddled. It's less cozy yeah. there. All right, fine. I don't, I don't think I do. I wouldn't say no to it, but it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. It's really just the houses division that's like the same. True. Thing. True. Yeah. All right, I've got a weird one. Okay. <laughs> this can't be. This cannot be my answer. Yeah. It's not. But I'm thinking about like what what vibe do I appreciate mm -hmm. in a piece of piece of media? Yeah. Which is what we're trying to find. Right. Zodiac. Right. I mean, you'd be pretty safe. It's a big city. It's a big city. Yeah. It's just weird to idolize a place where like a murderer right. <laughs> ran the streets. Again with the fog. We both like fog, I think. I do like fog. Yeah. yeah. Pacific Northwesty yep. 70s, I think are pretty cool. Yeah, they are I think cool. I could be okay in the 70s. Oh, I definitely would be. 
Um, but I don't think it can. Can it be Zodiac? I suppose. Sure. Why can't it be? Yeah, totally. Do you want to work me. at the newspaper with Robert Graysmith? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, I think I do. Maybe I'd write some like opinion pieces or yeah. something like that. I like. Again, that. I'd have to have some position that I couldn't even attain here in life. But like, <laughs> people are like dying for my opinion on yeah. on stuff, so I have my own column. I love that. In the San Francisco Chronicle. Hey, I want to do that too. Okay. All right. You're there too. Let me come. All right. Okay. Sure. <laughs> all right. Great. <laughs> that's a weird choice. Sibling reporter. So a weird, weird choice. Yeah. And every once funny. in a while, every once in a while, we like look over at Robert Downey Jr. and we're like, things aren't going good. He doesn't look great he today. He doesn't look good. And no. I walk by and put a 70s Gatorade on his desk. Yeah. There you go. Take care of him a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but at the same rate, we have those a buttons. Distance. We have those buttons that say, I am not. The Zodiac. What's his name? No, no, no. Oh, it, I am not. Um, what is his name? His character's Paul? name. I'm not Paul Avery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Zodiac started targeting Robert Downey Jr.'s character, so everyone started wearing buttons that said "I am not Paul Avery," so that they don't get shot like character. leaving the office. So we're always like, "Hey, Paul," and then we like look down. We're wearing the buttons. Straighten too. out the button to make sure nothing's <laughs> folding over no it. No one knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm into that. Okay, perfect. Great. All right, this one's gonna be easier. This is quicker. William, pancakes or waffles? <laughs> I'm going to try to make this take longer. Okay. Than the previous question. I think I've got to go. I think I got to go waffles. Absolutely. Waffles. Really? Oh, no question. Okay. I'm surprised because I do like a pancake. I do too, but waffles have more opportunity for syrup and butter to fall in. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You know what I went with? What? It wasn't the nooks and crannies, mm. though at first blush, you might have thought so. It's the opportunity for a crisp. crispiness. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Okay. Amen. <laughs> All right. Honestly, this could kind of <laughs> this question is almost a follow up to the okay. previous one. Oh, can we? What incredibly strong opinion do you have that is completely unimportant in the grand scheme of things? Many, 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 I know, many, many, many. That actually might be a problem because yeah. I have too many. I know. I'm trying to think. Um, I know. I do too. I. I'll give you one that doesn't paint the me in the best light. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe it's a New Jersey thing. I'm not sure. Okay. I, uh, and I haven't seen it in a while, admittedly. Mm-hmm. There's a, a particular kind of pajama pants. <laughs> like a patterned yeah. or like there are characters on them sometimes. I immediately pictured characters. And I always, always see them at like a bagel shop. Yep. Always. Wawa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like the. Not into it. I'm not into it. And yeah. listen, I'm all for people being cozy. Sure. But you would never catch me dead, leaving the house in <laughs> in pajama pants. You'd never catch me dead wearing those pants. It's a hot take. I used to. I definitely <clears throat> used to when I was a teenager. Maybe that's why I hate them. So. Maybe. Maybe. But so I, I I associate it as a very Jersey thing. Maybe is it? It really might be very Jersey, or is it just because we grew up in New Jersey, so we saw it here? Nah, it does feel like New Jersey. It feels like New Jersey to me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so yeah, there's there's like a, and and it's so weird because like I don't care what people wear. Right. But where would you want to wear? But for some reason, those goddamn pajama pants. I'm like, no, uh, uh. If you have those, you wear them at home. <laughs> That's it. Some things just get you. It just gets me. I don't know why. I don't know why. I know. I'm really struggling with this. I, I know that I encounter this in my daily life constantly, just being like, eh, eh, and it doesn't matter at all. I am really not sure. I guess the only thing I can think of is um, I don't like most floppy foods. I'm not having it. I Oh, I can tell if I'm going to like a pizza at a glance. Okay. I'll be like, mm, that we, one's not for me. We can test that this. We me. can test this. I could have pizzas that have a secret 
crispy crust that look floppy to begin with. You can tell when there's too much cheese on it and it's like yeah. not getting burnt or anything. I'll be like, I don't want to eat that. You have a lot of stuff around food. Yes, I do. Like a lot of stuff around food. Yes. A lot of texture issues. A lot. <laughs> I do. I really didn't even realize it until like Ryan and I started living together. Yeah. Chris, would... Kristen's husband, Ryan, is a chef. Yeah. And I don't know how much I of it is a function I'm... of him being a chef or that we lived together. I column Hard A, column say. B, because yeah. he makes a lot of amazing food. Yes. So I'm sure that he takes the brunt of your food peculiarities. He's he's. I hate to say this. He's learned. He accommodates me. He's learned. He oh, is there any phrase that makes you like you're like? <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I, I know. I can't think flames. of another way to say it. I'm teaching him. <laughs> He's my I little don't know project. How to say it. Yeah, yeah. You make me oh, sick. Oh God, you make me sick. Um. Okay. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, House of a Thousand Corpses. That was mine too. E- easily, easily, right? Yes. I, I do think that there was something that almost took the running. I do, and I think we talked about it on this show at mm-hmm. some point. I don't know what it was. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. If at some point I declared something was worse than House of a Thousand Corpses. Same. It was that then. Null and void. Oh, yeah. Because it didn't stick in my memory. Right. House of a Thousand Corpses. That's a good point. Reigns supreme as the worst movie I have ever seen. Same. I feel the same way. And it's been unmoved from that position. Yeah. Even if there were challengers. Mm-hmm. House of a Thousand Corpses is the one that pops it to mind. crushes them Instantly. All. Yeah. I know. Uh, what's one place you've traveled to that you never want to go back to? That's funny. Yeah. That's very funny. I, I don't know. Mine is the Econo Lodge where we saw the duty. <laughs> you wouldn't want to go back there? <laughs> I would go back and, and do like a show or something and be like, this is the one where <laughs> our poor father. I suppose you're right. I could only think like what's somewhere that I went and it didn't go well. <laughs> it didn't go. Oh, it did not go well. I, I know that we've dined out on this story in the past, but it's too good it's so funny. we were moving we were in the process of i think right was it yes. that trip yes we were driving from missouri to new jersey yep and our dad made a a couple <laughs> of huge mistakes one of them being that that we went off course at one point yeah it turned out that we he'd been driving lost north through illinois for like three hours he was like what the hell yeah. oh damn it like it was before gps yes he was screwed and he's got us two in the back you know crying about leaving and miserable uh, anyway he tries he's like all right we're gonna stay at a hotel yeah he rented a room at the econo lodge Mm -hmm. which is fine of course but it's a budget motel and so i think the two of us went in turning our nose up at stuff and again a bad roll of the die oh rightly so for sure but you know that dad was just like oh totally it's it's not a big deal if he was traveling alone and i've done this too yeah you just need to sleep for a you just need a place with a door that closes because you're going to open your eyes and get back in the car all i'm saying rightly so is about the the duty i know so we moved because we're who does this (laughs) right we're kids so we're looking the room all over. I also had a thing when I was a kid about hotels. Yeah. Whenever I read the urban legend notion of like a body inside the mattress or under the bed, yeah. a dead body in the room, I started looking under beds in hotels oh, or being too afraid to look and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've always, and still do to some extent, I still yeah. do like to look at the stuff people don't want you to see. Oh, yeah. So one of us looked behind a nightstand <laughs> and there was a, a turd. <laughs> A turd somebody had, had hidden back there. Yep. Thought no one would notice the, 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 the duty behind, behind the table. And so we and so were like, ah, oh, dad, duty, duty, duty. 
It was probably like, God damn it. Oh, this is the worst day. Couldn't you idiots have done what I'm doing? Just right. walk into the room Just and fall down. asleep. Yeah. Stay still. I know. So annoying. So you're saying you wouldn't want to go back there. And I'm shocked. I suppose not. Nah, I mean. I would absolutely. If I had any idea which Econo Lodge that was. I know. I'd be fascinated by it. Honestly, sure I would go. I just, I'm trying to think of somewhere I've gone that I'm just like, no, never I again. I do have one. What? famously now mm -hmm. uh somewhere in october i went down to burkittsville right and i stayed at the oh, motel right. that in the movie the blair witch project they stay at mm -hmm. so i thought it'd be fun just a little uh, movie ephemera while yeah. i'm in town and it turned out to have been an incredibly stressful night <laughs> i spent days after that i didn't even say this on the show i mm -hmm. don't i don't think i even said this on the show now it's safe yeah. so i can say it you or ally I don't remember. One of you was like, did you check for bed bugs? Not me. Okay. Maybe it was Allie. Yeah. <clears throat> because for days after that line was uttered, I f could have sworn that I like felt itchy. You know, that oh, like that totally. phantom that somebody says to you, mm -hmm. like, you know, there's a bug in your head. Oh yeah. And like now all of a sudden, like you're compelled to like scratch and stuff. Of course. I spent days being like, I brought bed bugs into my house. I know it. Oh God. The door didn't lock. I mean, it's a whole thing. Go back and listen to episode 301, I believe. Mm -hmm. You can hear my entire extended stay. Yeah. But I don't think I'd ever go back there again. Although I did not stay in the room. Mm -hmm. And there is a fraction of a chance that I'd want to peek my head in. I don't know. Oof. I, I'm, I'm, I know it I'm, seemed kind of dangerous there. It didn't, it wasn't great. I did not yeah. feel, I did not feel, I literally moved a dresser in front of the door. Yeah. I did not feel safe about right. that place. So yeah. I don't know about that. I guess I will say it. Uh, the reason I know I didn't ask you about the bed bugs is because I stayed in a motel kind of like that a couple of months before you did when we did the um, Jersey Devil Fest. That's right. I stayed in a motel down there that I just picked online and it ended up feeling kind of sketchy. And it didn't occur to me at all to look for bed bugs, so that's why I knew I didn't ask you that because I probably should have. Yeah, I would say I would not choose that place again. Um, I didn't feel terribly unsafe, but I didn't feel the safest. Yeah, and they <clears throat> sent me a Christmas card, so I feel a little bit bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. What? What? Yes. What? What place where you stay sends you a Christmas card? I don't know. What, what I, are you talking about? Yeah, they sent me a Christmas card. That was like, hope you have a great year. Hope we see you again. That's strange. I know. The lady also talked to me for like ever. It was something about her boob. I can't remember what it was. What? Um, it was strange. Look at this thing. <laughs> it was the owner slash lady at the front desk. She was, I don't honestly don't remember. We, it ran the gamut. I remember getting to the, the festival and telling you or coming home being like, we talked about um, pseudoephedrine in like hydroxy cut that she was yes, taking this, this rings a bell and that she had a heart incident because of that right and then something happened with her boob i don't remember what and i was just checking out and she i just gotta this. go ma'am yeah it was weird thanks for talking to me so i would not go back there even though you know very nice she's your friend now she is my friend almost family yeah <laughs> we're close yeah closer than some family true that's absolutely <laughs> it's actually true, true. yes yeah. <laughs> she's my auntie um Okay, what is your theme song? Oh, God. I know. I, I don't, ooh, my theme song. I know. I'm trying to think. I have a little bit of a leg up 
because I've been on Books in the Freezer, a podcast, a couple of times. Yes. And Stephanie, the host, it's a it's a podcast about horror books. Totally check it out. A Definitely. bunch of our listeners have. Go, go, go. And told us they liked it. Yep. Um, at the end of episode, she asks what your final girl song is. That's right. Yeah. And uh-huh. so I know that I've answered a couple of those. Um, so I will say, I know my answers for those were, I know I said Lizzo, Cause I Love You, which is a good, it's like a very like powerful, like horn song. Yeah, so it's got yeah, like yeah. a big boom to it. So, um, I could go with that for now. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I've got, I'll give you, oh, what? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. no, I, I, I heard a song that I was like, oh, okay, like if or when I go back on Books and Freezer, I will say this song. I'm trying to think of who it is, but um, it's an 80s song, and it. I guess I like horns. I guess I want horns to be some sort of final girl, girl song for me, but it's that song that's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't no? know it. No, I don't know. And then it's too high. It's like, and do you feel scared? I do. But I won't stop and falter. And oh. if we something, something. Okay. I don't know it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's a good song. All right. We're going to have to Shazam it. Yeah. Does that still exist? Probably. I'll put it on. Um, I, Don't put it on here. Oh, right, right, right. You're don't right. Don't put right. it on okay, here, please. Not, Thank I'm you. Not. Thank you. I'm not. Um, I, uh, I think I've got a, I, I got a couple. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. White Knuckles by OK Go. Okay. It was the theme song mm-hmm. to my first podcast, Will and Bobby Know Everything. Uh-huh. Uh, partly because, partly because I, uh, was, uh, Bobby and I had been writing a show about like kids that were screwing up at college, Mm -hmm. which is what we were doing. Right. And, uh, like the lyrics were like, maybe it's not so bad, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like, like relatively positive. Yeah. It might be as bad as you think it is. Right. right? But maybe not. But maybe it's not so bad. And and I I really kind of liked that notion. Yeah. And similarly, I'm very lyrics oriented. Mm Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the first song I ever sang to Zoe, mm-hmm. literally, she was born, and you know, 15 seconds later, uh, she's on like a heating pad thing, uh, and uh, uh, she was crying, you know. And I just, st- I don't know, I started singing to her, and I sang a bare naked ladies song to her mm-hmm. um, that I think controversially is from the post, like the the former lead singer had left the band, so nobody likes bare naked ladies anymore, blah blah blah. But I love this song, mm-hmm. and uh, it's. Uh, it starts with the lyrics, today is not the day to get it done or not to get it done. Hmm. And it's just like, again, in this weird gray area, yeah. almost like maybe it's not so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today is not the I day like to get that. it done or not to get it done. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like yeah. anti going too extreme one way or the other, which is what I always struggle. Yes. I'm same. very extreme in my personality. I'm very <laughs> hyperbolic. I'm, I fly mm-hmm. to highs and lows. I'd love to be somewhere in the middle. So maybe it's the anti-me theme. It's like the aspirational. Well, I would say it's aspirational. How I wish that I could be. I wish I could yeah. be a little more median, a little more moderate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great thing to have as your theme song. Yeah. I don't know the name of the song. That's But right. today is not the day to get it done or not to get it done. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Also moving right along from the Muppets. Oh, man, is that good. Yeah. That's a great song. That's a great song. Hell yeah. Okay. Shout out to... Uh, the Muppets. To Fozzie. <laughs> My boy Fozzie. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what is the weirdest compliment you have ever received? Oh. Huh. This, 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 this is not that... Something sprang to mind that's not a compliment. It's not even words. Okay. And I didn't like it. Mm. But I... Uh, so defying... 
every no it's the weirdest so that's fine you yeah have to like it, it, it yeah. was weird and it said something about how i'm viewed okay that's always scary does that make sense yes in high school i was silly at the end of senior year i would be on stage a lot mm -hmm. and one time i was sitting in the auditorium and i just felt something soft on the side of my head Oh God. And then some, uh, like, like almost like somebody had pushed like a, a soft foam block yeah. on the side of my head. And then another one came. So both sides of my head from like my temple down to my chin. Mm -hmm. And I turned around and this girl had put her socked feet on either side you of my head. Like, like two phones, <laughs> like two phones on the side of my head. And I instantly was like, ew, what do you get off me? Yeah. And it was gross. I didn't want that. And I didn't know her. I think I knew of her. I think she was like in a couple of my classes. Oh, that's brutal. But I was silly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, somebody like thought I was so silly that and I would just I be would... game for them to put their feet on my face. Right, right. And weirdly, I did kind of take a compliment from that. I get that. I can see that. They're I'm like, not the he's... person. I'm not the person you think I am. Right. But you think this. But you th you thought that this would be kind of cool because I'm so silly and, and chill. Yeah, yeah. And that's it would be nice to be as chill as somebody thinks i am i know but unfortunately i'm not so get your goddamn feet off my face i had i had a similar thing kind of in the opposite directions one time and it was same i was like i'm not the one for this yeah um i was doing aerial yoga which is like you know these like hammocks that hang from the ceiling or whatever and you like yeah. do a bunch of stuff around them and um a lady in the class tickled my feet don't touch me don't touch do me. not touch me what the hell it's very strange <laughs> it so weird. very very strange yeah yeah um, I would say the weirdest, now I'm questioning whether it's a compliment. I think people couch it as a compliment. It's certainly weird. Someone said, oh, bless your heart. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> there, but for the grace of God, go I. Right. Um, no, people used to say to me all the time when I was younger that I have childbearing hips. What? Because people don't know how to talk to girls. No, they don't. And that's a bizarre thing to say. What is that? That's not a... It's not, it's an observation. It's an overreaching, inappropriate observation. I've heard this multiple times in my life from multiple people because I have big hips and big booty. <laughs> people, and do people, but it's not a compliment. They, do, would sign, they would kind of say it like it it's an was, observation. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they think it's a compliment yeah. for some reason because right. the aspiration for a woman is just to give birth. Of course. Um, no, I, so I don't congratulations. Know. I know. Is what they're saying. And I'm not doing in their that. head. It's somehow is a compliment. Yeah. Or right. kind of like a veiled insult or something. Like maybe they'd be like, Oh, I, I don't I know. Like when people like, said I was Husky and I should yeah, be honest, yeah, yeah, that exactly. I should play they'd football like, just cause I'm big. Yes. I think it might be like, Oh, you might have a hard time getting this cause you're childbearing hips. Like, uh, you know, it's, weird. it's good, but, but it's not so going to work a, here. It's a euphemism or something. Yeah. It yeah. was, but it, it's very weird. And definitely as I got older, I'd be like, why are people when I'm 12 telling me I have childbearing hips? Yeah, people, the world is a sick place. It's a sick place. Um, <laughs> what dumb accomplishment are you most proud of? Oh, yeah. many. I know many, 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 many. Um, I, I, uh, uh, man, I, I don't want to be the person that's like back in high school. That's okay. But I want to. That's what it is. Then that's what it is. It was notable for me. Yeah. I, I won a male beauty pageant <laughs> at East Brunswick High School. So it was yeah. called Mister EBHS. Mm -hmm. And literally up until I was in it, I felt like I didn't belong anywhere, and that like. You're I hated everybody and yeah. everything because we'd moved a couple times. I was like a grouchy guy. Mm -hmm. And then through a couple of teachers that were very like art centric and performance oriented, I started doing shows and stuff. All of a sudden was in this thing and won it. Yeah. It felt at that time, 
for an encapsulation, it was like going from zero to a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For high school parlance, it was like I won an Emmy. Yeah. And totally. uh, then it all went away and I had to rebuild and it was very, <laughs> it was like weirder when it went away. Yeah. But I've always been afraid of being the person that's like, back in high school, I was huge, which is why I'm hesitant to say it. That's but right. I was clearly you're in good company, though, Will. If there are enough people who say that people feel that, yeah. you know, so that's not bad. I, I was I was it was stupid. And mm. mostly and I did a lot of making fun of doing it at all. Like yeah. part of my performance in the thing was like making fun of. Yeah, being totally. In it. So like I, I mean I am kind of proud of that. It was it was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know what that kind of like clicked for me. Um I'm not really this proud of this, but it did feel like I would point it at it in, in like a weird validating way. So like I was terrible throughout my entire school career. Like I always had like D's and F's, maybe like a spare C. Um it was it was a thing. I had terrible grades all the way through. And then uh like went to community college like didn't finish that apparently and uh even though i thought that i did but that this is how dumb and disorganized and <laughs> i think i think that potentially you and I, neurodivergent i am i think you and i had a couple of traumatic events around school <laughs> yeah i don't know man yeah. but then um when i went to hair school this is, I'm, I'm gonna say why it's dumb when i went to hair school i ended up being what do you call this um president of the student body or whatever oh that's cool but the reason i didn't this know is that. dumb is because it was straight like there's nothing to it at all it was like you would announce to everybody that there's a bagel day like it didn't entail anything um the guy who was like one of the teachers in the school like asked me to run for it because he was like because you're cool and i have to have a meeting with like the person who's the student council student council president that's what it is and like if you do it then it'll just be like fun and easy or whatever and i was like okay that's and awesome. like nothing to it. But That's, then I Because they had faith in you. Well, I'm not even exaggerating when I say it. there was like nothing to be done. So it was what? probably just making the school feel like they have some sort of structure. No. To be like, oh, we have a thing. No, stop it. No, it's, it's truly true. There's a, uh, 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 I'll, I'll table a lot of this, but there is similarly to like the weird compliment thing. It's like, what do, what, how do you take it? And what uh -huh. do people mean? Yeah. Right. So the way that you're taking it is like, well, it turned out to, it's not really a big deal at all. But, he told me that. So what? No, but, but here's the other thing that he was saying. Mm -hmm. You're cool mm -hmm. and you can do it. Therefore you're the no brainer. So like for him, mm -hmm. that is like, that is a really cool thing. It's cool that somebody like clocked you as like, you can do it. You're the one, you're no, the it obvious. Was, it was like, you won't be annoying. Like, you're not going to be like, ah. oh, we oh we have to do this. We have to do that. He was like, you'll just make it easy and whatever. Because he knew I wouldn't do anything. He was saying, you're not going to, like, overachieve it. However, even so, I would still be like, at, you know, after all that, I'd be like, you know, I never did well in school. I was like, really? Even just in my own head. But I guess it came up sometimes. But when it was something that I liked, yeah. then I could do it. Like, I did do well in hair school. Mm -hmm. And so I'm actually proud of that. But um, the student council part of it is like meaningless no to me, really. i don't think it's meaningless but i'd be like look i almost failed high school and everything however i did have like the this thing and so that's something i do think that's cool i like thank that you. i like that quite a bit thank you um uh i have something that i didn't earn at all Ooh, do you tell in the yearbook the yeah. senior yearbook there's a a picture of me like backstage from something i don't know mm -hmm. and it says like pictured here is the drama club president will rogers <laughs> that's awesome and i was not in fact that rules ali was 
Oh, really? Yes. So for now, however many That's decades so now, I've occasionally just been like, well, I was drama club president just to see. <laughs> I didn't know that. Just to see how <laughs> how annoying it is, you know? <laughs> it was great. That's really Somebody funny. made a mistake just because I was so goddamn loud. Yeah, right. You were <laughs> yeah. so present. Yeah. Um, would you rather be stuck on a broken <clears throat> ski lift or a broken elevator? Ooh. I know. Cat with the hard hitting questions. Neither. Uh, I ski know, lift. It seems terrible. Ski lift too. At least you're in the open air. Exactly. Yep. Less claustrophobic. Exactly. Um, Although I just did a ski lift in the last few months and did oh, really? not like it one little bit. Oh. Didn't like it one bit. I've only done it once, which was with you when we looked at the foliage in Massachusetts. Yeah. And I did like that. I remember liking that. Yeah. But this ski lift that we did up mm-hmm. in like Lake Placid, I want to say, it was so high. Mm-hmm. It really stressed me out. I could see that. Really stressed me out. Yeah. I don't think I have a particular heights thing, but just kind of a, a logical heights thing where it's like, we're sure. too high. You yeah, know what I yeah. mean? So I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? Potato. <laughs> the easiest. <laughs> Rolling around. Is there a potato, but softer? Mashed potato. I'd be mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Spread onto a couch or bed, preferably. Yeah, hell yeah. Bed potato. You never hear that one. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I'm a bed potato more than anything. Yeah. Like we got... <laughs> I have multiple times video called you with Zoe and you're just in bed. So I've been like, are you... Oh, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, why? <laughs> like, it's like you're... <laughs> I always do as comfortable as possible. It's so much more comfortable. You do value your comfort. <laughs> It's one of your core values. It is actually. It could be a little less so. <laughs> um, and I got that uh, pull-out couch for Zoe. That it's for both of us. I'm not pretending it's just for Zoe, but that pull-out couch, which does function for Zoe sleeping over, but yeah. also it's just out as a bed with like a slight tilt. Yeah, and that's where I work and hang out all the time now. Amazing. Um, okay, last one from Cat: Mountains or ocean? Ocean. You look at them. Wait. <laughs> you look at the ocean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, Beautiful. It, I actually really like both. I'm going to say mountains. I'm picturing looking at the mountains in the Berkshires from Grandma and Grandpa's porch. I know. That is very nice. Gorge. That is very I do, nice. I mean, I really do like both. I love to stare at the ocean, too. It's like so hypnotizing. Yeah. You know, when I was thinking of water, I was thinking more of like a lake. Oh. Because ocean, I think of as the beach. Yeah. And I don't necessarily like a beach, but I do like looking at a large body of water. I don't like the beach, but I like the waves of the ocean, which you don't get from like a lake or whatever. I really like just looking at that, even from like far away ish. Like I've been in like a hotel window just looking out at it and I think it's so beautiful. Yeah. Sometimes Um, I'll just draw a picture of a wave and look at it. Yeah. Sometimes that's nice. That's all you need. Um, all right, so that is it for Kat's questions Those for us. Those are great questions. Fantastic questions. Thank you so much. I did we... most of the show. <laughs> I know. The which problem is, is great. we do a lot of talking, yeah. Yeah, which is great. Um, so we are going to move on to a horror hypothetical. Excellent. And or a horror hot take. Oh, yeah. After we make sure oh, yeah. that you know about the hottest take of all that you should join us on Patreon. Yeah, oh my God, you gotta do it. Patreon.com slash GTTU pod. Patreon is, I mean, quite frankly, it's like perfect for us. Oh yeah. You get an entire, like a bunch of different tiers, whatever fits your budget. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything from $1 a month up to our demon tier at $13 a month. 
and there are different things that you get that you unlock depending on what tier you're in. Yeah. We have an entire second podcast that we only do on Patreon. It's called The Netherworld Dispatch. And this show, boy, I got to tell you, I have a This is some show. This is a great show. I have a blast doing this show. Yeah. The most recent episode we called Christmas Creeps. We yes. watched a bunch of clips of Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Some are Hallmark movies and we discovered like a weird channel that mixed crime headlines with trailers for Hallmark movies? It is so <clears throat> strange. I really don't understand what the purpose is. A genuine dark corner of the internet we yeah. stumbled across. Mm-hmm. But we also watched like, you know, The Grinch. The Jim Carrey Another Grinch. dark corner. Holy. I don't <laughs> of know. Of our collective psyche. I don't know if anybody's ever looked at this movie the way that we've looked at this film because it is a hellish a hellish thing we discovered some or i would say zoned in on because other people know some grinch anatomy that i was very surprised to see we did a grinch anatomy lesson a lot of hair that is sparsely covering yeah some floppy stuff yeah go check it out patreon.com slash gttu pod and thank you thank you thank you so much to everybody who already backs us over there yes it's humongous thank you so much and also join our discord when you join the patreon at any level the discord is a place where people are chatting every day in a bunch of different rooms that are divided by category um it fully rules yep. so yeah and thank you so much everybody hang- who hangs out in discord absolutely and uh, i've got a review here <clears throat> which we would also love it if you'd consider leaving us a review on apple podcast or yeah. stars on spotify consider sharing us this comes to us though from second becky who says mm-hmm. love you guys you guys have been my go-to comfort binge podcast for six years Aww. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I love your banter and how your sibling relationship is so loving and supportive. I have introduced my son to the podcast Aww. as well, which I also love. And listening to you uh, and uh, walking up and down our spooky wooded driveway oh, are his that. favorite things to do. Oh, I love that. I'm thrilled. Uh, thank you for putting out this amazing content. I can't wait to hear what's in store for 2024. Yeah, thank you so much, Becky, right? Yep, five stars from Second Becky and shout out to Son of Second Becky. Yes, shout out to both of you. Thank you so much. That's so sweet to thank hear. You, thank I you, thank you, thank you. Really, really love that. Just a little end of the year cheesiness. Um, I really love you guys. Yeah. You're really great. This thank is a so wonderful much. thing that we, I, I'm, I'm really proud of this show. I mm-hmm. love doing this show. Love doing the Netherworld Dispatch. Yeah. Love all of, all of you guys. Thank you so much for being with us. It's so nice that so many of you go out of your ways to just say nice things about us, whether it's in a review or sending us an email or something yeah. or sharing something on social media. <clears throat> it's really just, it's just nice. Weirdly, I appreciate you. Guide to the Unknown has, t- has turned into a show about like, positivity and celebration of spooky <laughs> stuff. That's like what we do. Yeah, it's you so know? fun. Uh, so thank you all yes. so much. And uh, hopefully really awesome stuff is in the works for 2024. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that we're doing, year. Chrissy and I have started uh, uh, working together mm-hmm. behind the scenes on something that we got to get back to. Yes. Um, and uh, some other fun stuff, some connections we might make coming up relatively soon. And yeah. you'll all hear about that as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, 2024, who knows? Maybe it's going to be the best year yet. Maybe it will. I mm-hmm. love that. Yep. All right. So let's jump over to a hot take from Anna. She said, uh, oh, I, I wrote this myself. Uh, she said, you can title it this. Poltergeist activity does not defy the laws of physics. Oh, okay. This is what Anna is positing. Interesting. This is what Anna says. I'm a science student and I love a good ghost story. A lot of the stories include cold spots, and in many cases of poltergeist activity, the room temperature is reported to drop significantly, and the next thing you know, a bottle is thrown across the room by an, by an invisible hand. This scenario actually makes sense according to physics. Hear me out. 
All things want to be in their most stable position, which is the one consuming the least energy. I want to lie on a couch because it's more stable than running around. Yes. Like, got that right. Lying down consumes the least amount of energy. I certainly can get up and run around, but only with the addition of energy, i.e. calories burned. In non-living systems, energy can be added in the form of heat. So the bottle wants to stay on the ground, stable state, but add kinetic energy movement to it and you can kick it across the room. That energy can come from your leg muscles, but if you don't have a physical form, maybe you can collect the thermal energy, i.e. the heat, from the room and somehow transform it into kinetic energy and send it flying? That's interesting. No idea how, but I mean, in my ears, poltergeist activity does not deny the laws of physics entirely, at least not the laws of enthalpy. Unless the room gets hot instead of cold, I would have no explanation for that. So basically, room gets cooler, mm-hmm. meaning that that thermal energy needs to go somewhere. Right. Right? Right. Where is it gone? And now here's the big leap. Yeah. A ghost is able to use, or, 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 a, or an, a spectral something. something, uses that energy, so to speak. Yeah. To, to hurl an object. Right. It's an interesting idea. It is. And it could explain cold spots yeah. and things like that, or just a room getting colder because mm-hmm. it's like summoning up all of its energy. And yeah. if it's using that, because they say that it uses that to manifest in whatever way, like that I've, could be movement of a thing. Right. And right. If you break it down into just like how objects move, uh-huh. it's not in uh, defiance of those laws. I- I'm intrigued by it. Yeah. I think I've I think often cool heard idea. that like cold spots are the presence of a ghost itself, right? Mm-hmm. Like, am I nuts or, oh, maybe it, maybe it's in like the sixth sense. Uh-huh. Like, like a ghost comes near to you and now your breath oh, is right. yep. foggy, yep. right? It's just like being in proximity. The ghost is cold. Right. But what if the, the cold is a byproduct of something the ghost is doing? The ghost gets angry enough to... That's honestly what I always thought. ...to throw something yeah. so that the temperature plummets and the thing gets tossed. That's yeah. interesting. For some reason, that's what I always thought it was, that cold spots were like the absence of heat there because a ghost is trying to use it to do something. Yeah. Listen, I don't know that the science, but I yeah. think it's definitely true. Absolutely. I'm willing to put a stamp of approval on that one. Approved. Approved. Thank you, Anna. Okay, this is another hot take. This is from Jesse. So, not sure if this is really a hot take, but I don't think horror movies need to scare you to be good. Already agree. Hard agree. Um, I usually don't get scared by horror movies anymore, with some notable exceptions, but I really enjoy the stories, plots, etc. So for me, the scariness isn't really what makes a horror movie good, it's all the other stuff. Also, I sort of find movies that rely solely on gore to be a bit lazy. I know a lot of people like them and I respect that, but it's like, well, if you show me someone's skin getting peeled off, it's going to scare me. Yeah. That's not hard or creative. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree at all. I, I don't either. I, uh, I think that there are movies that are driven by mm-hmm. special effects almost like a Transformers movie. Yeah. Is driven by its impressive CGI or right, something. The way it looks. But that doesn't necessarily a- appeal to me. I'm not against CGI. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, it's not what I'm here for. I but I know that they have tremendous appeal. And the same yeah. applies to gore in a movie. Yes, I feel the same way. So I watched um, Batman and Robin in the last couple of days. Oh my God. The the the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. George Clooney, Batman and Robin? Yeah. Actually, we, Buffo. Sp- we split this up almost as though it were Oppenheimer, where we watched some of it one night and then finished it this afternoon. I can't imagine why you couldn't watch... <laughs> 
Batman and Robin in one sitting. What could possibly have made you turn it off? Um, but it's so there's no CGI in it, really. It's just right. like all wire and stuff, and it's so fun to look at. I there, was like, it's so much more fun than CGI. I do believe fun doesn't necessarily mean good. However, way more fun. I just like I looking at it more. I do believe that there is some CGI when Batman and Robin first pop out of Mister Freeze's spaceship thing and start surfing to the ground oh my god there's like Maybe. embarrassing I don't know. cgi there i think i don't remember um yeah i i here's a hot take it's yeah. not it's got nothing to do with horror okay the joel schumacher gotham city yeah with its giant like roman gods guy like there's like a, everything happens so <clears throat> high up so high they up. constantly are like scaling up to parties and they're all on the tops of buildings yeah yeah like like 900 feet up yeah there's a moment where Batgirl is like riding a motorcycle, I mm -hmm. think, down the arm of a giant statue. Yes. Like it's so huge. And if she slides her, to else. a stop on the end of a finger. Yeah. Like the statue's that large. I think it's Robin. I think he's pissed. They're oh, he's furious. Yeah, because yeah, like right. Batman left him behind. Yeah, again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> but so I think that the Joel Schumacher aesthetic and that neon gang, mm -hmm. I wish that that would make a comeback for like a video game. They made these I like agree more. they made this series called the Batman Arkham series, which itself actually has a decent amount of horror. Hmm. But like it's all like this open world Batman, you can fly around and yeah. stuff. I know it's so stupid. I would love for like to like go up against the Neon Gang and to yeah. to be like climbing these giant human statue things. I think it's so specific, and people yes. hated it. I know, and, and I hated it too. But. It's a treat for the senses. It's, it's, yeah. it's so delightful and silly. Yeah. Like, I liked the Matt Reeves Batman okay, but give me Joel Schumacher any day of the week. There's no silly left in Batman. We're no, not doing I know. Silly it's all anymore. sucked out. Yeah. We watched uh, Mask of the Phantasm, the cartoon, and then that- it's a solid one. Yeah. And then that led into, I think it auto-played into Batman and Robin. And now I want to go back and watch Batman Forever. Really? Oh, I yeah. have not. I, I put Batman down a long time ago. I would have said he was my oh. favorite for a long time. And then the, the, the realistic looks at Batman have really, I think, done dirty what I used to love. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I do I do really like um, the first two Christopher Nolan Batman movies. So I, I'm yeah. still into Batman, but not really. I loved them at the time. Yeah. And I I, I'm sure they're still, time. I'm sure they're still wonderful. Yeah. But like, I, I, I came up with this a long time ago. So forgive me if I'm just repeating old Willie, mm -hmm. but like, you know, the idea of something that's so bad, it's good. Yeah. It's like some cheesy. So good it's bad. So good it's bad. Yeah. Or it's like the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies are so good. Mm -hmm. They're, they're wonderful constructions. They're shot beautifully. Yeah. And they, they're really long and they take their time and they're really self-serious. Yeah, yeah. So good that I kind of don't have time to invest in them right now. I so good it's bad. I, I think I assume that about almost most movies. I assume they're so good it's bad for me. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. I, I don't. It's hard for me when. I mean, this is so stupid. It, it's hard for me when I can tell something's going to take a lot of mental it's gonna be taxing to watch in a yeah. way or whatever it like makes life is wonder. already taxing yeah or just like let me escape and have a little fun even just too cerebral or uh -huh. something like not even necessarily sad upsetting which i do avoid but just like i don't know a lot of like good movies i'm like i can tell it's quality it's just it just seems like too much for me to take on or something i just i don't really want to do it yeah um so i get that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Um, okay, so that's that. All right, now we are going to roll into another batch of questions. Excellent. These are from Alexis, who we have seen in our live stream chat a bunch of times. Dynamite. Um, they go by Honor or Dark Honor on YouTube. Okay. Because um, we record the show live every week at youtube.com slash pod on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. If you ever want to hang out with us, hey, they're here right now. Hello. Hey. And, um, and there's a chat. Darth so, Honor. So people can chat to each other and at the beginning of shows and at the end of shows, which we cut off um, for the show that you hear on the podcast, uh, we talk to people. Yeah. Okay. So first one is kind of just like a, a putting it out there to us. Like this right. might be kind of cool. Um, the Hell House LLC series would be really interesting to hear you guys talk about. Uh, we've been recommended this I many agree. times and it's not that we've dodged it. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. We just haven't done it. Right. I've seen the first one. Oh, okay. Um, but not anything else. But yeah. And I put that on our list of potential episodes Perfect. already. All right. Based on that. Um, this also sounds kind of interesting. Uh, the Sam and Colby Conjuring House series uh, from YouTube has a bunch of really interesting discussion. But this YouTube breakdown was really thought out and analytical, in my opinion. Okay. Do you know what the Conjuring House series is from them? I think they stayed there for like a week or okay. something. They, they, they did like one of those extreme challenges. I believe Sam and Colby are associated with Mr. Beast. Okay. I don't know much about Mr. Beast. I, I, know, I know that I sound a like a burger place. I sound like an 80 year old man when I talk I'm about Mr. When I talk about Mr. Beast. Yes. But like, I do know, I think that they are affiliated and I am so I associate Mr. Beast with these extreme challenges of like, I, I stayed underground for like 24 hours. Really? That's yeah. what he does? Yeah, he did. How do you end up with a, a couple burger of those? Place? A couple of those. Like, what's the associa association with him having a burger place? He hid down there so long. <laughs> he needed a burger. He was that I hungry. gotta get a burger. <laughs> I gotta open my own restaurant. Yeah. Um, I, I have no idea. It's fine. No the idea. The reason I know, there's a mall in New Jersey called, uh, is it the Great American Mall? What is this called? It's the mall. It's not American the Mall of America. Dream. American, American Dream. Dream. It's a crazy mall. It's very fun. And um, it was in the news a lot that Mr. Beast opened a burger restaurant there. And it was like, it made the mall go to like capacity. Oh, really? So people went to see him. Or oh, something. good. Because that mall has been empty a lot. I know. As many malls are. Yes. Um, uh, cool. But yeah, I mean, I would so Sam and Colby. Look at that. Yeah, we'd look at some Sam and Colby stuff. Sure. Yeah, I guess, I guess there's more to it. And, you know, uh, Dark Honor thinks it's, Darth Honor, excuse me, thinks it's interesting and uh, yeah, I would look Sweet. into that. Right on. Okay, now we go into some questions. Yep. Uh, what are our favorite scary movies from 2023? Oh, interesting. I think for pure scariness, it might be might be Cobweb. I think that's it for me too. Just because it it hits, I don't know, it hits that like fairy tale kind mm -hmm. of vibe note. We did another World Dispatch. I think it's called like you know 2023 movie roundup or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. But Cobweb spoke to me in a fun like storybook kind of way yeah i think so too although i'm realizing with his next question um i didn't think about this uh he asks about patrick wilson directing more movies i did really like insidious the red door yeah that is true so that would be up there for me too i did like that yeah. i was thinking the other day about the the scare inside the mri machine yeah there really is to no purpose but like just like a guy starts clawing up your leg and it was it was just fun i like that i know i i'm apparently it's a jump scare it startles right. you but but it was a good one i liked it uh nothing is wrong besides checking out my like migraines and stuff but i think i'm gonna be getting brain scans later this month the doctor referred me to a neurologist what and uh i 
I, I don't know what that entails. Like, what, what's my head going to be in? Am I going to uh, go in an MRI? I don't know, man. Maybe they like either. they like stuff it into a balloon or something. Probably. I uh, can they map your brain, and then I'm doing a show with like a cyber Chrissy. <laughs> Maybe that'd be great. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah, just leave me at home on the couch. Get rid of you. My couch bed. Get rid of you. Yeah. Okay, so I'll go to that question. Um, he asked, would you guys like to see Patrick Wilson direct more movies? I know you mentioned oh, yeah. him maybe doing the new Conjuring movie in a previous episode. Totally, because yeah. he did Insidious the Red Door, as I just mentioned, and it was great. I thought it was great. I, it felt like the kind of thing where it's like somebody spent a lot of time prepping and planning, right. and, and you could see it all on the screen. I thought he did a great job. I thought so, too. I, I don't necessarily know a ton about, like... Di what what the director did here, whatever, mm -hmm. versus like writers and everybody else involved in a movie. Between the Maison scene and the <laughs> cinema verite. <laughs> I know about Maison Place. I'll tell Maison you Maison Place? That's like a chef thing. I don't know. I know about Aubon Pan. Oh, I know all about Aubon Pan. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, to me, it all amounts to did you like what you saw and how it all flowed? Boom. I did. Director. And there, there were a lot like... of people who don't have, you know, the 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 bona fides yeah the the true like study just like self-made people anybody right. can direct and sure. I, I felt like he did a great job i thought so too there were a lot of shots not a lot but there were definitely a couple of shots where i was like oh this is like cool looking and yeah. so that pinged to me honestly probably because we're doing it for the show so i'm thinking mm -hmm. that way i was like oh so this is a director thing yeah, yeah. and i thought he did a good job um connected to that <laughs> connected to patrick wilson in two ways lipstick demon versus crooked man Oh, lipstick demon! Yeah, I think we know so we know almost nothing about him. Although I do remember I had a, a head cannon yes. kind of thing. Yes, but uh, the crooked man I thought was you were so stressed out by the crooked I man. I was for some reason I was having like dreams about the crooked man, and I was imagining him being in like the area where I walk the dog all the time, yeah. just sitting at a table. I love that. I uh, yeah. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know why he's stuck in my head so much. I don't find. I'm him so particularly... sort of surprised. I don't by find that. him consciously particularly scary but my subconscious really reacted i guess yeah yeah really weird that but crooked I think man that... movie never materialized huh no no <laughs> i i think the lipstick demon would kick his ass the lipstick demon has like i don't know just a little bit of a a more uh loose cannon quality yeah and a gross and fingernails the fingernails yeah there's like also i feel like at some point maybe i'm wrong mm -hmm. like i feel like at some point he was depicted wearing like tidy whities and like hunched over a sewing machine i think you're right and like almost like bozo the clown that yeah. circle of hair where it's like, the, like the lipstick all over the guy? face it's like actually all on top of like a deranged middle-aged man oh my god it's like very threatening he's all red though right like his yeah. whole body yeah. no i don't oh i don't know i think he is i think he's like a red hand red and black remember? Yeah, like, doesn't he do something with, um, like, a record? Like, he uses his fingernail as kind of, like, the record needle for oh, a maybe, sec or something? Maybe. I think his hand's red. But it's such a better idea if he's just a dude who just drew so much lipstick all over his face evenly that he's the lipstick demon. That, that's sort of what I took it to be, yeah. Ugh. Um... Okay, this is a good question. This is going to be hard for me to answer. What do you think would be an interesting case for a Conjuring movie? Oh. Or how would you write the next Conjuring movie? So I have to think of like cases or whatever that are good and interesting. Uh, I, unfortunately, I'm not, I'm not learned enough about Ed and Lorraine Warren. Oh, true. I forgot about it even having to be Ed and Lorraine. Let's say any case. Any, it can just, a, my... a Conjuring movie is divorced from Ed and Lorraine Warren? For me, I, I don't know what else it would be. Because I don't know, I guess the Amityville. I don't. I don't know other things that are specific to them. Even though I did listen to an audio book that was all about stuff they had done. 
I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. But you know what? For our sake, just for this, because it'll be fun to talk about cases, I guess, or something. Let's say some strange world. It's not in Lorraine Warren. Is there any sort of haunting case that you think of that you would like to see in a movie a la The Conjuring? Boy, oh boy. I mean, what places are said to be haunted that... You know what came to mind for me? I don't even remember the total story, but I kind of remember the aftermath. And I would like to kind of see a movie somehow incorporate this, maybe a, a creative look at a haunted house thing. So there's this story I told you about years ago called The Black Monk of Pontefract. Yeah, uh-huh. And if I am not mistaken, which I certainly could be, I think that after the events of all this happened, you know, how it's like it's very common for somebody to open a B&B yes. um, in a haunted place. <clears throat> and course. the Lizzie Borden house is the first one to do this, but lots of other haunted locations have done this. This place doesn't have that exactly. You can pay to stay overnight and you bring your own sleeping bag and stuff. Oh. And I think that's so weird. That is so weird. And if somehow there was a, a movie framing it through that. Um, I would be interested to see. Yeah, <laughs> that like, is this, interesting. This is what's happening now. We're staying here in sleeping bags. This is so weird. Why'd you talk me into this? And incorporating what the actual story is. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think I can answer. I don't think I, not, yeah. there's not a particular haunting that is springing to mind. Yeah. I mean, at best I would be like, I don't know, the Cecil Hotel, but even right. that is like not, I don't think that's a real no, I don't think so. But at no. all, I don't know. Just a, con- a contrived place where like the Night Stalker serial killer operated and the Alyssa right. Lamb story occurred. Right. Um, also, I just <clears> remembered we didn't, again, years ago, um, an episode where I covered a haunted library. It was called the Willard Library. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they had a live feed to the library so you could like see if any ghosts are there. If you that just decide cool. just like poke in and using that for a base for something might be kind of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And this is the last question from uh, from Darth Honor. Darth Honor. Thank you. Um, what would you guys be most interested in seeing a horror movie remake, uh, remake or reboot or sequel for in the next coming years? Wow. I'm going to say partially because it's the season and partially because I love this movie and we've talked about it certainly in the live stream, maybe after recording the show. Um, I love the movie Black Christmas. Yeah. And so if somebody cool and good got their hooks in that, mm-hmm. um, I would be excited about that. They've, they've done that a couple of times, though, with like broad yeah, changes. I know. But if it was somebody who you're like, ooh, yeah, I like them. Al got me a 4K Ultra HD edition of Black Christmas oh, uh, nice. for Christmas. Oh, cool. From Scream Factory. Oh, oh, pumped oh. about. Uh, <clears throat> great question. It's a great question. So what would you like to see rebooted or remade? Okay. You know how like there's like a, a common belief thing where people are like, don't remake the good movies, remake the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Right? Like actually do them better. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about Cabin by the Lake lately. Oh, okay. Which is a terrible. Oh. Ter- the first one though, not the yeah. second one. I, I do. Are you saying woof about the first one too? I don't remember. Maybe I don't remember all the events. Just There's the one thing that sticks out to me that is really? terrible. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, With Ryder Strong, right from Boy Meets World. No, 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 no. You're thinking about Cabin Fever. Oh, okay. No. What's, what's Cabin by the Lake? Oh, I'll. Don't worry. Cabin <laughs> Cabin by the Lake is that movie with the guy that from The Breakfast Club. Oh. Judd Nelson. Judd Hirsch. (laughs) From Independence Day, the dad. Oh, I'm listening. Judd Nelson. Yes, of course. Is a a writer who is writing a book. Great selection. I think that this could be a a cool, scary 
thing if done great selection yeah it's a yes. it's a it's a, a rough shod yeah. cheap corny yes tv movie fun but it's fun. Yeah. It's a, a guy who is a serial killer and he's also a writer and he's yep. writing a book about a serial killer who keeps a body farm right. in the lake. <clears throat> and he really does have these women that are like held down, chained to the bottom of the, the lake. Yeah. And then he'll scuba dive to them it's crazy. and like decorate their hair. And like some of them are more decomposed than others. Yeah. It's like total like... You know, it's so out there. If it was played differently, you could call it campy. Yeah, but it doesn't feel campy. No, and then they made like a bizarro sequel. Yeah, where they're making a movie about the events, and he sneaks into the production. It's like it's like the Psycho Two <clears throat> book. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like the Psycho Two book. Big <laughs> yeah. mistake. Yeah, but like it's such a it's like a cheap paperback novel concept. Right. right. But I, I I I really think of it fondly. I feel like you could do a fun you know. A Netflix movie. I yeah. don't think it would be like a cinema. Yeah, I doubt it. But I would love that. Yeah. Oh, excellent choice. William, excellent choice. Thank you. Okay. So I think that this hypothetical from Krisha is going to take us on out. Okay. I can do this all night. I know. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I love. And honestly, we have enough for another episode. Oh, don't tempt Perhaps me. Perhaps two more. Oh, my God. We'll see. But the way that we talk. Yeah. I know. Okay. From Krisha. What would you do if you were in a saw situation? And they give us die specifics. Obviously, die. No, no, listen to this. You have two rooms left to make it out alive. The first of the last two rooms, you have a choice. Eat a meal in its entirety, including a drink made by Def Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. Or be in a dimly lit room with a dozen black-eyed children for a week. For a week? Yes. I'm eating the meal. Just because it's made by Jeffrey Dahmer doesn't mean that it's... That's a good point. That's a good right? loophole. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could ask for a peanut butter and jelly. I think it probably is, though. I think no. it's probably people. I'm not eating people. I think it... I th Krisha's intention here is certainly that it's people. And the fact that she mentions a drink specifically, what's that going to be? Milk. People liquid. No, people liquid. What are you saying to me? Blood or piss? Blood? Ew! I know. You're disgusting. That's How could you I'm say saying. that to me? <laughs> um, I, so these are the choices. Basically, you are having a cannibalistic or meal, or you're in a dimly lit room with a dozen black-eyed children for a week. All right, I got I got to chuck a few things. I One, I ain't eating people. It's right. Not, it's, it's off the table. Off the right. table. So already, I'm looking at spending a week in a dimly lit room with a dozen black-eyed children. Mm -hmm. But what do they do? Don't they just talk to you and ask you weird questions and act like uh, adults where they're I'm like, I'm trying to remember. Hello. How are you? Pretty Can much. we come inside, please? I'm a child. Yeah, pretty much. I just I have guess, to ignore their questions. I Can, I, the Can I have my Steam Deck? That's a great question. I guess the intention is that they're going to do something bad to you. I think a lot of people think that they're like aliens or something. It's like divided. Like there's some sort of supernatural being. Some people think they're aliens and they're going to like, you know, snatch you or whatever. <clears throat> people um, have survived encounters with them, though. Yes. I'm not eating people. I'm not eating people either. Honestly, more than anything, I'm not drinking people. I certainly don't want to eat people, but worse is the drink to me. This is a very weird. Now we're on a whole new level. So somebody presents to you a meal and a drink and you have to eat one or drink the other. You're saying you would eat human meat to avoid drinking piss. Yes, I would. I would do the food equivalent of knocking it back like a shot. I would like cut a small piece and just swallow it. Like you take I a didn't pill. expect to be nauseated. I would I would take it like a pill. I never get nauseated, even... but 
somehow this is doing it for me. This is grossing I'm me out and I don't want to talk about it Okay, anymore. we'll move on, we'll move on. Somehow, I don't understand how, but... My choice is also black-eyed people. Or children, I, by the way. I've often thought that I have like an iron stomach and you can't even gross me out, but something about you being like, knock it back like a shot, like the whole thing is just... <laughs> I just don't like a it. A pill is more apt. I shot isn't like correct. It. No. Um, okay. So we've, we've now mastered that. We yeah, we're through it, that okay? that room. Yes. Right. We've got one room to go, correct? To yes. survive? Okay. Yes, I believe. Um, Assuming we survive the week with the, in the well, room. Well, there is a, there's a secret choice at the end of this. We uh, have one more room, okay. but then Krisha throws us a curveball. As Jigsaw always does. Yeah. Oh, I, absolutely. Okay. So from that room, you have to walk barefoot through, barefoot through maggots and rotting flesh to get to the final room. Okay, so that's just that's just what's Oh, you just up. have to. That's just what's up. But now we have another choice, okay? But that's what's happening. I think I could do that. Yeah, I would hate it, but I could do it. I could do it. It's disgusting. Here, uh, here it's a simple choice. Oh, make out for 20 minutes tongue and all with Art the Clown from The Terrifier Ew. or Pinhead from the newer movie. Krisha. How dare you? The depravity. The depravity. Bravo. And this is coming from somebody who read, what was it called? Ho Legend? Hollow? Whatever the porn book I was talking about. Yeah, whatever that was. That's um, Santa book. Santa book? Was it? Is that what you said? No, it? Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy yeah. Hollow. I don't know. I, I got Santa called, on the brain. I think it was called Legend. Um, I, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not going near Art the Clown. I don't think I am. So it's Pinhead? It's Pinhead. It's Pinhead for me. I, the thing is, uh, yeah. Art the Clown, I think. It's less... No, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I think Art the Clown has no uh, morals. No, definitely okay? not from what I've heard. And uh, zero uh, compunction. <laughs> uh, there's no there's no hold back, right? <laughs> no. But Pinhead, I think you've got a better shot because Pinhead has this bizarre worldview where there is a properness and there is a way to present yourself mm -hmm. and if i even solved the puzzle box i don't think that they've yet merged pleasure and pain for me which i'm on the record as saying should be two separate sensations <laughs> so i think if it's it's just making out with a demon right right whereas if you make out with art the clown he's biting your tongue off and stuff it's not good it's i not hate good. the idea of making out art art the clown and pinhead from the newer movie I feel like is also preferable to Pinhead from the older movies to make it. <laughs> Doug with. Bradley? Yeah. We have a sign picture of him somewhere. I know, I know. Which is so nice. <clears throat> um Yeah, I would go with Pinhead. I I guess I'm just worried yeah. that like Pinhead also just seems like they will I don't know, do like really brutal killing with, with abandon and like without like without blinking. Art the clown does? No, Pinhead, I was Pinhead thinking. Does? Like Pinhead could maintain making out. And then just like drive the most gigantic blade you've ever seen through you. Yeah, but I don't think, Grant, I have not seen many Hellraiser movies, but I don't think of Pinhead as a slasher. I, I think that no. they there are rules to follow. And if you. I guess I really don't know a lot about Pinhead. And that's my understanding is that yeah. it's only if you have, mm -hmm. if only if you've transgressed in a particular way. Right. I think. And you've like not solved the lament configuration. I just think Art the Clown is... No, I would never. Honestly, it, it was not even a choice for me. I'm just yeah. trying to kind of, you know, tease it out and have some fun thinking about it. No, Art the Clown, I would absolutely never in a million years. The best you can do is hope that Pinhead's sense of their own weird propriety right. keeps you alive by the end of it. Art the Clown, I think, right. is just a whirling dervish of 
Yes. Silent laughter. And the violence. pleasure and pain is a concern. Yeah. Making out with Pinhead. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. how are they going to inflict pain while they're having their pleasure? You're getting like a needle in the like, forehead and stuff. Yeah, I know. But what if they like bite your tongue or something? I don't think Pinhead does that. I don't think so. Yeah. I can't even picture Pinhead making only, out. You know, I think it'd be fine. I guess it would be. I can only pick part of what makes it like an easy vote for Pinhead is that I didn't watch the whole new movie, but whenever I think of Pinhead <laughs> in the new, remember we talked about it on the yeah, show. Yeah, it's like tell me, tell me what made you stop. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't watch the whole thing, but um, that's my favorite thing we do. <laughs> I know. It's like where did you stop and why? Yeah. That's all. You don't have to finish it. Just what 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 was the roadblock? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, all I think of is just kind of like a still from the movie of Pinhead just kind of looking forward. Yeah. And they seem pretty chill there. Yeah, they don't move. So I think it would be okay. Yeah, I think so. All right. So we've we've done that. Now we've made it through the two rooms. Excellent. Excellent. However. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. After that, you can walk out of the building free with $1 million, courtesy of the Duke and a free car. Wait, oh, why no, is the Duke? okay. This is oh, okay. This is great. Uh, I saw these names vaguely scanning down. Oh, you thought like the Duke was going to jump out of a bush. Yeah, yeah, I think we're okay. Okay, Uh, After that, you can walk out of the building free with $1 million courtesy of the Duke and a free car courtesy of the killer clowns from outer space with Leatherface as your chauffeur. That concerns me. That is concerning. I don't think I would trust Leatherface to drive a vehicle. I don't think so either. And congratulations, lucky survivor. Thank you, Krisha. Thank you, Krisha. For the questions and uh, for congratulating us. We, We made it. We're um, alive. Krisha is in the chat right now, and they point out if you're not a good kisser, Pinhead would hang you by meat hooks. Uh-oh. Oh. Well, that's... Well, I might, I, might, I might just be dead either way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm roasted. Nah, I'm in good shape. Roasted, toasted, and burned to a crisp. <laughs> I don't think you're driving off into the sunset with leather face behind the wheel. I don't think so either. No. He has his own designs. No, he's like licking his lips and stuff. You see him like in the rearview mirror. Ugh. He's so erratic. Like, think of him with that chainsaw, just like, like doing dancing that dance and stuff. Or whatever. Him with gas pedals no. and a steering wheel. Mm-hmm. I don't trust it. So sure, we've escaped the rooms, but yeah. we're not safe. No, you're far from it. Far from safe. No. Um, all right, everybody. Well, that I think is going to bring us to the end of 2023. I loved it. Thank I you all it. Thank so you much. much. We store everything. More specifically, Kristen stores everything. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to get back to this again soon. Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I love doing this. I do too. Every time we do this, and we don't do it frequently, but every right. time we do like listener questions and these kinds of things, I, I know that I always repeat myself. I say I could do this all night. I genuinely could. Me too. I absolutely love it. This flew by. I hope that it did for you too. Yep. Because you were having fun. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, I hope so. Specifically. <clears throat> now, just because we have too much, that doesn't mean hold back. If you no. ever have a question, if you've been inspired by a hypothetical or something, hit us up. GTTUpod at gmail.com. That's the place to send them all. It's too tricky with all the other things yes. to, to keep track of them all. Send them to our email. We'll keep them forever until the next time we do this. I had a blast. I loved it. Thank you so much. Keep them coming, as Will said. Yeah. You're all awesome. Happy New Year. Happy we New hope Year. You have a great weekend. Yeah. And yeah. And and thank you for another wonderful year yes. of, of Guide to the Unknown. This was great. Of, of the Netherworld Dispatch over on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate you. We hope that you're having as much uh, fun with us as we are having. Yeah. Because I love doing the show. I love doing the show with you. I do too, Willie. And I love doing the show for all of you out yes, there. Yes. Thank you very much. So happy end of 2023, everybody. 
Let's look forward to a prosperous, spooky 2024, hopefully in all the best fun ways. Absolutely. And uh, until next time, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. Goodbye. Get out of here. Come on, it's a new year. Jump into it.